Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Plus, when there's no clear protagonist, when we're hopping from one character's head to another, then another, it creates confusion for the reader because they don't know who to focus on. And a confused mind always stops reading. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach. And each week, we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. I once worked with a writer who introduced seven characters in his first four pages, and then he started telling the story from each of the seven characters' point of view. Each had their own chapter. Now, neither of these seven characters added anything new to the story. They didn't give a different angle. They were simply narrating the same story. You know, too many characters were thrown in. Obviously, I couldn't keep track of them all. And all my energy was spent trying to figure out why any of what was happening on the plot level mattered. Now, this typically happens in the first few pages or the first chapter. We have a big cast of characters, and it's not clear who the main protagonist is. This is often the result of believing that a story is about what happens. So you're hyper-focused on plot, the external events, and the characters are just going along for the ride. Sometimes I'll get a student story with riveting action right from the start. It swings from one dramatic moment to the next and What's happening on the surface of the story is affecting a lot of different characters. Maybe we're getting three different character reactions to what's happening, but what's happening is affecting all these characters on a surface level rather than affecting one character deeply. And so the characters feel more like action heroes than flesh and blood people. Your story needs one clear protagonist. Call it your hero, call it your MC, but all stories need one main protagonist. Now, obviously, there are other characters in your story's world, and we'll get to that, 
But when we don't know who your main character is, we have no one to root for. So why is picking one character to focus on a good idea? Well, we need to know who we're experiencing the story through. Your protagonist is the portal through which we experience the story. It's our lens into the world of your story. It's how we experience the action. Reading is not a passive experience. It's active. Your reader is participating in the story as though it's happening to them. And for that to happen, they need to slip inside one character's thoughts, one character's desires, one character's fears. When we read, we're slipping into one person's experience, not several. Your protagonist is the filter we need to make sense of the story world, especially when you have a complex plot. When you have no main character, when three or more characters are affected by what's happening, when they're all reacting to the surface events, the reader doesn't know why any of that matters. Sure, they may know what's happening, But when it's affecting multiple characters, it's affecting no one, including your reader. Plus, when there's no clear protagonist, when we're hopping from one character's head to another, then another, it creates confusion for the reader because they don't know who to focus on. And a confused mind always stops reading. The plot triggers one person to change because the biggest obstacle is not what the character encounters on the plot level. The biggest obstacle is within. What happens on the plot level provokes one person to change. That doesn't mean that the other characters don't change. They do and they should, but we're invested in one character's transformation. So Which character will be affected the most by what happens? That's who we want to follow all the way to the end of your story. So whose story is it? Pick one character and focus on that character. Now, back in episode 89, what plotters and pantsers both get wrong about story, we talked about focusing your story by synthesizing desire, theme, and plot. Your protagonist embodies all those three elements. So go back and listen to that episode, episode 89, What Plotters and Panthers Both Get Wrong About Story. I'll link it in the show notes. Of course, few stories are about one character shipwrecked alone on an island. So What do you do when you have several strong characters? Can you have more than one protagonist? What if the plot affects more than one person? This is a great question. Here's an example of a story that affects an entire community. The Sweet Hereafter by Russell Banks is about a school bus accident that kills 14 children and paralyzes one. It's told four times, each time from a different character perspective. We have the bus driver, 
a grieving father, the lawyer who's trying to persuade the community to launch a class action lawsuit, and the sole survivor of the accident, a teen girl who's now paralyzed from the waist down, confined to a wheelchair. Now, each character has a unique and limited angle on what happened. This allows the reader to understand how a single tragic incident can create different feelings in different people. So there are various threads of guilt, blame, and recovery. Russell Banks has said that he always felt the main protagonist was the community and that the novel was about their reaction to tragedy. But multiple character viewpoints are not synonymous with multiple protagonists. Let me say that again. Multiple character viewpoints are not synonymous with multiple protagonists. In The Sweet Hereafter, two of those characters are antagonists. They inflame an already painful reality for the community, and they place the blame on the bus driver rather than the icy road. So let's say you have more than one character point of view in your story. Well, they can't all change equally. We can't be emotionally invested in all characters equally. One character is going to experience the most internal transformation. We'll feel more emotionally invested in one particular character. And for me, in The Sweet Hereafter, that character was the grieving father. Because although he was grieving, although he was wrestling with parental guilt, he tried to persuade the rest of the community to drop the lawsuit. He took a moral stand despite crushing grief. Now, this is an advanced technique. If you have more than one character viewpoint, make sure that it's intentional, that each has a limited, unique view of the events. The thing about The Sweet Hereafter is that no one character is right about what happened. Nobody owns the truth. Each has a limited view. Each character is motivated by different things, and each character reacts differently to what happened. But even with dual protagonists, let's say the bus driver and the grieving father, there is still one character that feels like the main protagonist or the alpha protagonist. Now, it's been years since I've read this novel, and I still remember the grieving father because I felt most invested in his emotional journey. What about co-protagonists? Co-protagonists have the same goal, and both are affected by what happens. For example, Romeo and Juliet are co-protagonists. They both want the same thing, to be with one another. But I'm going to say that the main protagonist is the one who experiences the most change throughout the story. And that's Juliet. She's the character we first encounter. She's the character who's most affected by what happens. And she's the one who changes. When we first meet her, she's innocent. She's obedient. And as the story progresses, she becomes sexually awakened, rebellious, defiant, and even reckless. Love can make us do things that aren't really in our best interest. Her choices lead to a tragic outcome. 
In Revolutionary Road, Frank Wheeler and his wife, April, are co-protagonists. They both want to escape the boredom of ordinary suburban life. They both want a more extraordinary life. But we experience the story through Frank Wheeler's perspective, through Frank Wheeler's consciousness. So everything that happens, every plot event, every description, every flashback, every scene is funneled through his particular consciousness. It isn't until the final act of the story that we enter April Wheeler's mind. It's at a crucial turning point in the story and it's brief, but in the end, it's Frank Wheeler who suffers the consequences. A co-protagonist may share the same desire, but will be coming at it from a different direction. And they're often motivated by different things. And this causes friction. In a crime story, two detectives might be co-protagonists. They both want the same goal to catch the killer, but one will experience the most internal change. That's your main protagonist. It's through his journey we'll experience the action. The co-protagonist may irritate him. He may annoy him to no end. Co-protagonists may even fight and disagree, but in the end, it's the co-protagonist that provokes and elevates your protagonist's growth. So there is always one character whose journey we're most invested in. Choose one character to focus on, one protagonist. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Number one, choose one protagonist from which the reader will experience your story and feel emotionally invested. Plot is what happens. Story is who it all happens to. It's the internal journey one character goes on. Number two, if you have more than one character point of view, make sure each brings a unique and limited angle to the story and that they're treated in separate chapters. This is an advanced technique, but even with multiple character viewpoints, the reader will identify with and feel invested in one character's journey more strongly. Multiple points of view is not synonymous with multiple protagonists. So don't conflate the two. Number three, co-protagonists may want the same thing, but one character will have the most to overcome to get it. And that is your main protagonist. That's the one we go on the journey with. Now, if you're having trouble deciding who your main protagonist is, Think about who has the most hanging in the balance. Here are some questions to help you nail this. Number one, who has the most at stake? In other words, who has the most to gain? Who has the most to lose? Number two, who starts out the most ill-equipped to make it all the way to the end of your story, to get the goal, to win the war, to catch the murderer, to survive a tragedy. This is the character who will be forced to transform in order to get what he or she wants. This is the character who will be most affected by the plot events. And question three, who are you giving the most narrative space to? Often, there will be one character 
who takes up more narrative space. That's a big clue to who your main protagonist is. You just have to dial that character in. So there you have it. I hope this helps you get some clarity on who to focus your story on. When you have too many characters vying for the reader's attention, the reader checks out. It also makes it harder for you to write the story. So choose one character as the reader's portal to your story. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. If this episode resonated with you, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviews are key to keeping Writer Unleashed on the top of the charts where other writers can find us. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, join us on our private Facebook group, Writer Unleashed Community. It's totally free to join. And if you want more free resources, plus writing tips, I only share an email. Sign up over at nancypinuccio.com. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Till then, keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon.